Thank you for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. We're doing our second show here today at uh, Cottonfield Grill. I had to look at the fucking sign again. I'm dyslexic. For all, for all you guys, well, you'll figure out in a minute, I'm dyslexic anyway. But I also, like, I feel like I have a learning disorder that just nobody ever told me about. I get so self-conscious about like sponsors' names or whatever. I screw them up because I'm overthinking it. And I have to stare at them while I'm reading them. So, that being said... Welcome back to Cottonville Grill, and I've got uh, I got Mr. Kevin here with me. You heard earlier today, and um, Kevin, I want you to introduce everybody and tell them what we're sitting here doing right now. We've got the Alabama homegrown shiners, moonshiners here. Uh, they're doing a the meet and greet. Um, Jimbo Bray, Mike Burdett. Yeah, Kenneth Apple, Nesco, race, uh, modified race car driver. Bullfrog, Bullfrog. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna fucking like you. I just have a feeling that we're gonna get along. If I don't, if y'all might not end up liking me, but me and you, like you look like the kind of guy I could do some moonshine and drugs with. I'm just letting you know. I got well, you, Hey, hey I let got me you. jump in here real fast. I mean, hey, look, if you got $100 in your flip-flop for bail money or some kind of shit, because you got to be careful going off a bullfrog, I can tell you that. Oh, dude. Hey, that true. These are my people. Don't I, be yeah, yeah, this is already, I'm already, I am already okay with this. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, kind of tell them a little about what everybody's doing here right now with the moonshine stuff. And um, and then, guys, I want to know where y'all are from to start off with. Well, I'm Jimbo Bray, and I'm from Carbon Hill. Okay. Uh, Is that in Alabama? Alabama, Walker County. Okay. Uh, down there, I went to school there. After school, I went to work for the utility board, water, gas, and sewer. Uh, learned how to make moonshine with my grandpa when I was 12. That's cool. Went in the woods. And... Uh, after retired from work there, I was on city council, and then I become mayor. And, <laughs> oh my know? God! All the time, making moves, mayor. That's how shit gets started. That's how shit gets started. That's exactly. Man, right. if you ain't from fucking where I'm from, I don't know who is. That's the most <laughs> Eastman Georgia shit I've ever heard in my life. Vote for him before I vote. Vote for Biden. I promise you. Yeah, I hell yeah. Jim, vote for president. <laughs> Man, there's a, there's a whole but, lot uh, longer list. Hey, I. I do not. I'm not a Biden guy at all. I do not like him. There's a whole lot more people I would vote for from him before I would ever even save him from a fucking fire. Uh, but so you, so how did you get involved with all this? My grandfather. Yeah. Basically, it comes down to him learning the heritage, fifth generation moonshiner. Do you still do the same recipe that he would do? I've got one of them that I do. No shit. That's cool, yeah. man. And uh, then I got on Master Distiller Moonshiners, and. Uh, the very first one to win it. That was like the one that was like the spinoff That's of correct. Moonshiners, That's right? That's correct. Uh, I won with Pineapple Express. 
Okay. My wife come up with the name of it. Yeah. We, we hashed out a recipe and uh, a funny story. <laughs> we made this shine running. The first night we got in there drinking it, my wife thought I was mad. Didn't love her no more, gonna run her off, telling the dog this. Sloppy drunk, just crying. That's just me on Jack Daniels. The next night we got back in that jar and was drinking it. She just loved everybody. She said, this shit'll make you express yourself on it. I said, yeah. So that's how Pineapple Express name come up with. And that's what they done a limited run at Sugarland Distiller. With uh, with you being the first one that won the Master Distiller, did uh, did you ever get a chance to be around the fella Tickle? Did what now? The fella Tickle. Oh, I've met all of them. Okay. Yeah. We got drunk on a farm with him at an event Good down Lord. in Ryan, Georgia. Now, God Mike sure he knows him well. They, I, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I you let know. me tell you, I'll Mike's never in my life drink with him ever again. What number was? Well, I not a bad remember. dude, but shit, the amount of alcohol. Why? <laughs> I'm an asshole, but there's bigger ones in this world. I'll put it out. I think I got voted as being one earlier today. He did. He did. <laughs> but Mike, now he's another master steward. Yeah. What number was? I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> you just get to say you're the first one. That's all that matters. Hey, they always remember that first one. And last one, all yeah. them in between, just yeah. fly by nighters. That's what fly most of my exes say anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what he that's what he tells me. Fly by nighter. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful to the fella. You just you ever run up on somebody when they're already drunk and you ain't drunk yet, and have to deal with them? Oh yeah, it's like what? me having to deal with him every day. Hell yeah. Well, hell, I had a badge for 25 years before I retired. You was a police officer? For 25 years. Oh, you has got to be crooked. I know I would have been. You doing moonshine afterwards? Come on now. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'll tell you something right there. Well, about you know what? Hey, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my retirement. i got to supplement the income. Hey, right? Oh, yeah. You see what, what about I'm when yeah. you first started? Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't say that crime doesn't pay. It should go the other way around. Exactly. That's the way I've always looked at it. Exactly. I've seen too many movies about drug dealers that made me think about it. Yeah. I, I've been poor most of my life. I'd rather not be that way. So Absolutely, I'd rather do whatever man. the hell I got to do. So how'd you get into it then? Uh, actually, it basically uh, mirrors Jimbo's story. Uh, my granddad, I'm a third generation moonshiner. Uh, hey, I, I've got a legal brand, December the 11th. Uh, we make in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, it'll be two years old. K-Bug, which is named in honor of my daughter, and I—that's I, cool. I, I want to take just a, a minute to explain K-Bug. K-Bug uh, come about. Uh, uh, she died in my arms at 13 years old. Damn, dude, I'm and, sorry. And I was a paramedic. I was a deputy sheriff. I was a I, I, the whole nine yard. Public safety is what I did my whole entire life. And uh, she died in my arms. And uh, when we had the opportunity, uh, I, I actually aired on Moonshiner season 10. Uh, Tim and Tim and Howard come and bought some corn for me. And I live in East Central Alabama, down around Chihaw Mountain. Okay. That's where I'm born and raised, and that's where I'm from. And uh, I, they, we we filmed that. And then it was like ne the next step is. Uh, I had a chance to go legal, and then I had a chance to be on Master Distillers. And by the grace of God, I won the firefighter challenge. I, I entered against two other firefighters from Ohio and Tennessee, 
and uh, I showed them old boys how to make some moonshine. Hell yeah. I skint their ass up. Now, you stay out of this. Can, you stay out of this. Can you explain to me or all y'all, because I think it's only to taxes. What's the difference in being legal, like going legal and making your own? Just well, having taxes. to pay the tax on it? Yeah, you know what? The federal government don't care. You know what? It's $13.50 per proof gallon of liquor. If you give them thirteen fifty per proof gallon, per proof gallon thirteen fifty, hundred proof liquor, they get thirteen fifty, and they don't give a running rat butt what you do yeah. from yeah. that point. They could care less. I thought it had to be, or maybe I'm just completely wrong with all this. I thought for it to be legally sold, it had to be like certain proof had to be something. It had to be all kind of shit to it. it it wasn't just a tax well, and you bring that up once you go above a hundred yeah the dollars go up ah. that ratio goes up so everybody that's why if you'll notice you go to the liquor store jim beam jack daniels everything's 100 Tim proof Smith's or Climax below. Moonshine, or 90 proof to 100. Yeah. 90 but they stay under that 100 mark because when you get to 100 then them numbers go up then you'll see about ten dollars price jump yeah instead of 1350 you're talking about 2350 I don't think I've ever bought anything from the liquor store besides uh, I used to get this uh, Wild Turkey 101. Correct. I think that's the only Makes thing. Makes sense I've... now. The 101. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. the only th- time Screwed I ever think. Time you walk in the door. Yeah. No wonder that shit costs a damn much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And beat the hell out of you at that. It's that's taxes, the man. Why. It's taxes. But you know, hey, we just Jimbo, Johnny, me, we we, we partnered up and we created Alabama Homegrown, and uh, we just today, and we're going. We're going to break the news right here and right yeah, now. Hell yeah. We just today entered into an agreement and we're going to be making we're going to be making moonshine in Coleman County, Alabama in the next 90 days. That's cool. Yes. That's awesome. We are going so we're going awesome. to be making it's cool, dude. We just entered into a agreement. We had yeah. a meeting here there before, before we, got, we got, here. got here that's cool that's and awesome. you know what i mean we're excited we're, we're pumped we want to we want to push it out there and uh you know hey it's just well, you'll, a, you'll have to send all of y'all we're gonna uh, start yep. out for about six labels just boom right out the door dude that's cool as hell you'll have to send us some bottles to promote on the show oh, oh man yeah yeah, yeah we, we we'll take care of that Dan, after you know? after we get done introducing hey, and talking shit a little bit a little did y'all bring yeah. uh, did y'all bring yeah. anything well any, any uh, taste tests yeah, we may have some. May have some. We may have yeah, some. We we ain't got to tell nobody. You know, we ain't, we ain't got to tell right. nobody. Hey, this is for entertainment purposes only on this show. Exactly. Right? It's, they don't know if we're telling the truth or not. Hey, man, thank it, y'all for having us. Anytime. Alabama I, Homegrown, Jimbo, Johnny, and uh, you know what? I'm going to turn it over to Ken. Let Ken tell you a little bit about Ken. Tell me about you, Ken. All right. I'm Ken Apple from Sampson, Alabama. Grew up about 12 miles from the Florida line. Uh, Went to high school there, grew up, went away in the Army a couple of years, came back in the mid-90s. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Been messing around with hot rods and racing since the mid-90s. Drive asphalt modified. Met these guys through some good friends of ours. Talk about it, TV people, Tanya Holcomb, Mike Moore. Met these guys about a month ago and got hooked up with them. We traveled around and they support me and I support them. Got their name on the car. Couldn't be prouder to be associated with these two guys. So, right. I couldn't change the oil on your car. There's a lot of things I'm good at in this. You know, that's a fucking lie. There's not a lot of things I'm good at in this world. But anything to do with cars is not one of them. Amen to that. I actually built the car that I've got now that these guys are actually on from the ground up by myself with my son. What do you race? Uh, dirt. I'm guessing it's dirt track, but like lake models or what is it? Asphalt modified. Oh, shit. We don't see. We don't have much of that in Georgia. 
or do we? Asphalt modified is basically the same thing as a late model, just with hey. front fenders and nose on it. Where I live at in Cochrane, Georgia, there's a racetrack there, and it gets packed every other weekend or whatever. And I, I see how much fun folks have at them. I just can't keep my fat ass out here in the heat most of the time. <laughs> I tell you, especially with weather like this, people don't realize how bad and hard it is on a driver. We raced two weeks ago. One of my crew members walked up with a heat gun and just shot my seat with a heat gun. It was 150 degrees in that car. There's no chance in hell. I had to take a break from being in the air conditioning here earlier. <laughs> just, I was, I was tired. We've been in Nashville all week recording. I was done. Yeah, there's no way I could I could handle that. And you're in that car anywhere from 30 minutes to several hours at a time. Man, you got to be pretty good though. If these old boys are are a part of what did you do? He's our official bootlegger. We just can't <laughs> tell the police that. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Thinking about it like that, if a moonshiner or anybody was going to sponsor somebody or whatever y'all do, fucking dirt track car just makes our asphalt car just makes the most sense that's kind of cool when you look at it hell you know what i just look crazy i mean but you know i had a pretty good that's idea from police you know that's how moonshine you can tell he used to be a police yeah there's nothing wrong with it i wanted to be one time and then they told me i couldn't do drugs well my wife said i was sexy so you know what i just fell right into it and then once again she lied to you you stay out of this. <laughs> you can tell y'all boys don't have no fun when y'all together. Oh. Not at all. I bet the shit talking don't stop. Hey, you let, let the sun go down. The shit's going to get really crazy. Oh, I promise you because, you know, whatever y'all didn't bring, I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's listening, because this will be Is a, that a promise? Is that a promise? Man, what the fuck else am I going to do? You already got me here. I might as well get drunk. That's right. You're lost in, in nowhere. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell everybody everywhere I go is Sneed though. Yeah, I mean you. Has he told you about this cool place he might take y'all later? No, no, no. no. Hey, cut, 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 cut. Another. <laughs> hey, look. I wasn't gonna say it. I'm not. I'm wait, not. wait, 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 wait. Let me enter. He's a cop. You damn sure can't tell him. No. He'll have a secret roadblock for us on the way there. Let's fire it up. We can have a run off by midnight. We're about to go and take a little short break right now. It's all fun and games with time messes with everybody, but Josh can't do that shit. Oh, How long have you been racing? I've been racing all total for about 25 years. Okay. My uh, my uncle, Reggie Jones, is real big into it from Georgia. Uh-huh. And I, I, this, I just could never get into it. I love what y'all do. It's just I can't sit out here and I can't watch NASCAR either, though. I'm like the one South Georgia boy that likes everything else that you're supposed to like country, but I can't get into NASCAR either. And there's some people that's hard for them to get into it. There's some people get into it. They don't stay in it for different reasons. And a little story I'll tell you about happened a couple of years ago. About four years ago, I was actually severely burned from my right eye to my right ankle. Oh, shit. Taken to UAB, stayed there for a couple of days, got out, and there's a lot of people said, man, will you ever do it again? Two months later, I crawled back in the same car I got burned. Race Man, that's to cool. Finishing fourth in championship points. That's some bull rider shit right there. Oh, I, 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 that's some bull rider shit. But I will say that was the hardest thing I ever had to do to climb back in the same seat. Were you timid when you got back in it? For the first couple of laps, I did not want to be there. Yeah. But after about five laps, I was like, okay, I'm back. We can do. Did you this. feel like it was something you had to overcome, or you was going to be, are you was going to eat you alive? That's that's a lot of what it was. If I don't get back in there and do it again, I'll never do it again. Yeah. And I had to make myself do it. But, uh, Dude, I so much respect to you on that one. I don't know if I could have or not. 
there's one thing I always tell people about racing. If you don't think you can race your whole career and never wreck a car, you're crazy. Yeah. You're going to wreck a car. I've wrecked several. I'm not admit that. See, I'm a princess. The first time somebody hit me a little too hard, <laughs> but, uh, I'm stopping right there and pulling into the pits <laughs> and getting the hell out. But there's one thing about it. A lot of people say, how does it feel when you wreck a car? If you're in there like you should be, you never even feel it. When you're really? There. You'll be sore the next day, but when you hit that wall, you never will feel it. You hear it. So, who? what made you want to get into it? Were you just like family, or was it like you grew up like a NASCAR? Or what, what made you want to race? When I was a little kid, back during the 70s, my dad, back when, before it was ESPN, Fox Sports, and all that, he would sit in the front yard in his car, reading the newspaper, listening to race on the radio, and I would play in the yard with Hot Wheels cars, and Neil Bonnet was my childhood hero. Okay. And I happened to meet Neil Bonnet in Panama City, Florida when I was six years old. Had his car sitting in the mall down there. Parents took a script by school shopping. I was just awestruck by that car and Neil Bonnet. Mother took us in J.C. Penney's, and I'd sneak out the door and run there where he was. And I talked to him after about the fifth trip. Mother came up and said, son, if you don't get in here, I'm fixing to tear your tail up. <laughs> and Mr. Neil Bonnet looked at her and said, ma'am, said, if you know what size clothes this young man wears, leave him alone and he can stay right here with me. That's cool, dude. And, and that yeah. has had an effect on me my whole life. That is awesome. I love stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I like when people, I have to tell folks on this, on this show all the time, my goal is when I have anybody on that somebody doesn't know is the why to like you. Why to go listen to all your episodes? I don't want people to be like, man, they make moonshine. I like moonshine. I'm going to go follow them. That's not enough for me. I want them to be like, well, I want to try their moonshine. That's right. Like, what, like we want you, people yeah. to try. You, you like, because I know a lot of people do it. The Mike, shit on the other hand, do. you won't want to try yeah. his too well. But <laughs> yeah. still. But like you, you say a while ago, it's like one that your granddaddy made. That, that makes me want to try it because I feel like it's a generational thing. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. something that. You just can't get back, and same with you and racing and everything. Like, dude, that's nah, we, cool. We all we try to take pride in what we do. Well, if you can't take pride in it, there's no sense in doing it. You know, one, one thing, one thing Discovery Channel did, and I filmed with them uh, multiple times. Uh, I, I filmed the episode of Moonshiners. I filmed the Masters of Steelers. Uh, but you know what? I, I always give them a Roll Tide and a War Eagle, and they never aired that. And that kind of <laughs> You pissed me off to just be blunt about it, because you know what? I'm from Alabama. They did mine. Well, they they, they did his, <laughs> but they wouldn't let me say "Roll Tide" or "War Eagle." When did you do it, though? It wasn't when that crazy really bastard lost his mind. Um, what was the dude that lost his mind that went and poisoned the tumor trees? Oh yeah, oh, Harvey. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey was an Auburn fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was any time around there, I understand why the hell they didn't. Got too much Bama in it. Yeah, well, see, you know, I give them a roll tie, and I've done it, but you know what? Yeah. What you see on TV. They did my nephews, too, by the way. Yeah, we can't forget about Jonathan. He's got a nephew that won. Yeah, actually, he would probably be about a sixth generation. I taught him for about two years, and he got on Master Stiller and won. He won the Battle of the States. Yes. Jonathan won the Battle of the States. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just a, you know, it's a privilege and honor to represent the state and Alabama homegrown, Jimbo, Johnny, and me, and the stuff we got going. And, uh, hey, you know, we're just looking to take it to the next level. That's yeah. cool. Before I feel like this guy down here at Bull, uh, Bullfrog ruins it on the end, Jimbo, I just want y'all to know, I generally usually don't like anybody from Alabama. I'm from Georgia. 
Every time what I've ever been. I'm telling hey, you, I don't know if I ever told y'all this. Every time when I used to go to a music festival or whatever in Alabama, I had to deal with obnoxious ass Alabama fans, and I had been a sad ass Georgia fan my whole life. So I got I, a good coach from Alabama now. Yeah, we had to fucking get Kirby. <laughs> hey, like it took. I'm, I'll be 36 in two weeks. It took my entire life going without knowing what it was like to beat Alabama, pretty much, or get a national championship. So I just want to say to all y'all, nana nana boo boo right now. And like, I'm not one of those Georgia fans. So by the way, if we could have took Saban, I'd have took Saban. I don't hate him. I think I've hated him a lot and cussed at his ass a good bit. But y'all got y'all got everything that y'all got over here is great. Like, I really hate that I ever had a bad taste in my mouth about folks from Alabama just because of a couple of music festivals. Because everybody I've met with y'all and everything else that's going on over here now has been the nicest folks. Oh yeah. Man. I was expect I was really expecting every other word out of y'all's mouth to be roll tide, and I was going to sit here and deal with it. Nah. I was expecting your moonshine to be called roll tide moonshine. Well, we might be working on something, but I can't tell you right now. This has you been know, a Josh Terry podcast. We'll catch y'all later. What? You can't holler that out in the woods. What? Roll tide out in the woods. Everybody's going to damn start looking. Why would you holler it out in the woods? Well, I mean, oh, because they're cooking in the woods. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> give a little, give, give a little bit of like context. You confused me. Or the beer I've been drinking all day did. I don't know which one. It could be. It so, could be. so Bullfrog, who are you and why are you with them? Well, I, who am I and why am I with them? I'm just, I'm just dude. a damn truck driver, but I'm here, brother. Hell uh, yeah, dude. Johnny's a good friend of mine, and he introduced me to them quite a while back. And I said, you know what? I had some music stole back me. When I was a kid, I had a bunch of music stole from me. And uh, they stole the album and all that, and I started oh, hearing it here and there and all that. And I said, I'm I'm done with this shit. So I turned around and they he won Master Stillers, and my buddy Johnny went on there, and I told him I said, you know what, I'm gonna write y'all a song. And I rolled around about there six months, riding around, me and my wife hashing it out on a phone in a truck, and and I come up, you know, with a song to. Gonna be our new theme song. Yeah, it's gonna be their new theme song. It's gonna come on the TV show. I'm guessing you don't sing techno or nothing like that. No, brother, we sing southern. Hell yeah! (laughs) I knew I was gonna like you. I'm further south than they are. Where are you at in Alabama? I am all the way from Florida, Blackwater. Okay. (laughs) How how far are you from Hartford? One of one of uh, Hartford, Alabama. Hartford, Alabama. What else is close to Hartford? Um. He's so far I, south, he don't even know where the hell that bro, is. It's right here at the bottom. It's at, you know, you heard about Flomaton, 25 miles from Hartford, so Flomaton's going to be about Foley, 50 miles I don't, I just happen to know a musician. Orange Beach. I know where Orange Beach is. We're going yeah. there soon. No, okay. you got to come east from Orange right. Beach about 75 miles. Okay. I live on Blackwater Bay. Okay, cool. If you know where Pensacola is, it's yeah. Pensacola, Milton, then Blackwater Bay. I live at the mouth of that bay. Oh, that's yeah. cool, dude. That's cool. Live yeah, we, the edge of the National Forest. He lives down there in the swamp. That's right. You kind of, I would have guessed. Down there in the swamp. I would have guessed. <laughs> We've got a musician that, that is, I'm real close with. Uh, his name's Dustin Hare, and he's from Hartford. Um, he's one of my real good friends. We go, we travel with him a lot. And awesome. I've been down there like Geneva and all that kind of stuff down there. I don't know why the hell I can't remember that a while ago. Yeah, the guy that sings is 21 or 19? 19. 19. I haven't met him, but I got some buddies that have played with him before. Yeah, uh, he seems like a really good dude from what I've heard about him. Hey, let me let me jump in here, real, not not to cut Bullfrog off, but hey, September sixteenth in Ashland, Alabama, we're doing a benefit, Alabama Homegrown yeah. Moonshine, and we're doing a benefit 
for Josh and Craig and for the people that watch Moonshiners and know Discovery Channel. Uh, Josh, Josh he's in a wheelchair now, yeah, right? Yeah. Josh, yeah. Josh hit a wall at 100 miles an hour and broke everything. And then Craig had a traumatic brain injury. He's had a lot of stuff. And we're doing a fundraiser in Ashland, Alabama. Uh, we got Tim's going to be there. We've got uh, Howard, Howard, Richard Landry. We got Craig a, will be there. Josh Owens going to be there. That's we cool. got a bunch of people uh, from the Moonshiner show, but we're just raising money, and all the proceeds are going to go. We're going to split it to these guys. We're just yeah. going to split it between Josh and Craig, and that's just Alabama trying to give back. We're yeah. just, if, we're, if folks wanted to contact y'all directly, not go through us, but contact y'all directly to make a donation, how would they go, do that? They. Ooh. Well, they could go uh, Mike Burdett, uh, Moonshiner, yeah. Jimbo Bray. Okay. I mean, we're on social media. They can contact us through the Alabama Homegrown Alabama Moonshine okay. page. Yes. Because we have a lot of listeners that are not from Alabama. Yeah. I guess we're worldwide with the show. So I'm sure after some folks have seen, because even I know, I've, I've seen pictures and stuff of him from other musicians and stuff sharing where they've been around him. I didn't know what had happened to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh, had, Josh hit a wall at 100 miles an hour and never yeah. hit the brakes. Racing, uh... It was, was a the late, the late bike week. The, yeah, the late bike. Oh, he was on a bike? He was yeah. racing the vintage class down yeah, there vintage, in Harley-Davidson. He mm -hmm. was racing the vintage yeah. class at Daytona. That jo is Josh is my buddy, and I've been with him, and I know him, and I've, I've done events with him. And, uh, you know, this is just something that Jimbo, Johnny, and me, and all the gang, Ken, and, and Bullfrog, you know, and everybody, we just want to give back. Moonshiners is kind of a little tight community. And I we tell are. And we're trying to help them out. They got a lot of medical bills. Yeah. And I don't think Josh got no insurance. And he's going through a lot. And so we might talk about TV, me, Johnny, we're, we're trying to put on this event to help him out. And Shane is going to be our headliner. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Shane that's Owens is going to be our headliner. That is cool, dude. In front of Mr. That's what he's getting at when he he's stops. Front, I'll be in front of both of them. I'll be in front of them September 16th. Yeah, singing the song I wrote. June Bug be in front of him. And, and where? Bullfrog. And tell them where it's at again. It's Ashland, Alabama, at Blair Farms, uh, 165 Blair Road, uh, Blair Farms. Uh, just you can you can tag any of Jimbo, Johnny, and us. We we we're publicizing it, but I mean we've got there's probably 50 or 60 meet and greet guests. Oh yeah. And I'm talking about professional wrestlers, Chick Dunneman. Who remembers Chick Dunham? I don't. From I don't. the NWA days, and he's yeah. he lives. I'm a big wrestling guy too. Chick Dunham. Yeah. And we got Danny Rowland, and we got wrestlers. We've got musicians. We've got movie stars. We got people that have been in, uh, uh, they have been in award-winning movies. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got people, musicians. We've got, and there's going to be several moonshine guys there. Uh, like I said, Tim Smith. I mean, he, he's my mentor, and um, you know he. He kind of showed me the way back 15 years ago. Is he like the main guy? I mean, I like. He, I, he got it all started. Yeah, right. He's the, he's the man. Him and He's the man. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm stretching here. I'm stretching to remember my moonshine history, because I ain't watched it in a hot minute. But wasn't he like like a, like a not an offspring, but like a, a apprentice, like popcorn Sutton? Well, he, he did he did business with Popcorn. Yes. I actually met Popcorn. That's like wife. the grandfather of this shit. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was the man. Yeah. 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 And I, I actually met Popcorn's wife from Miss Miss Pam. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but Tim Tim actually he just he said, you know what? 
damn, I'm tired of looking over my shoulder for the police chasing me. That's I'm got, going legal. That's got to be a crazy and life. And that's what we started doing. And that's yeah. where Alabama Homegrown comes in. You know, we're we tired of looking over our shoulders. I'm too big fat to run. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to hit one of them and I those fucking fat feel you, bro. <laughs> let them hit the ground. Yeah. Where I get on ahead of So, you know, it's just, uh, it, it was a privilege and honor for all of us to be on Moonshiners, to be on Master Distillers. And now we've got our own show. We, you know, Did, uh, I got kind of a weird question with it. Without y'all, I don't know what the statute of limitations will be on this, but you already been on TV, so we can still say it's for entertainment purposes, right? You don't know. Did what, y'all, did you don't y'all, know if we run yeah. liquor or water? Yeah, exactly. Did y'all have a such a high demand after being on the show it's that unreal. it was where you were like I have to go legal? Like, well, I, after my show aired, the first Master Stillers. I probably I had matter of fact seven o'clock next morning. Yeah, I had two older gentlemen pull up in my driveway going by moonshine. Ain't never laid. Just knew who you were. Ain't never laid eyes on these guys before. I said you ain't. I ain't got nothing here. You got to go. You know I didn't. Know oh, I wouldn't have sold it to them. And uh, and then I got a buddy started. Carter that told me this weekend would have really? sold to them yeah. shorts. It hell. started that night after the show ended. How can I get that? Probably a thousand messages a day. Won't know by the best way, and it I, still ain't let up. And this has been three years, four years, going on four years. I the can't, best way well, I, I can put it from winning yeah. Master Distillers, I won Mike's Firehouse Peach Brandy. Yeah, being a retired fireman and all, you know what? At the uh, hey, my phone has blowed up continuously, yeah. and it's life changing. People don't understand, and I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, it's just people don't understand how life changing it is well, to win that. Well, sure. will y'all explain to me or anybody that's listening to this just because I don't understand. Because I've never drank good moonshine. I really haven't. Like, I don't, I, ha- I have not. Well, you've got fake shit in Georgia. I'm going to tell you, there's one guy, I'm not going to say his name because I'm damn sure I'm getting him in trouble that makes it down on a farm that I'm buddies with. And his shit is, it's, it's like hot. Like, if, it, it's good, but it'll get you drunk off a of damn two swallows of the damn thing. If it's but, hot, it's usually not cool enough they run it too fast oh, okay or the condenser ain't cooling it cool or, right. or just i'm a bitch <laughs> it might not even be that hot or no. that, that rough uh, going if down. that they condenser run ain't hot. running good and yeah. cold but it'll make that liquor fiery but with people available to go get it from the liquor store or get alcohol from the liquor store what what is kind of the obsession with moonshine when you can go to a convenience store or a liquor store and buy a different type of alcohol that's going to get you drunk still. Is it the taste that you provide? Is it just the, the price? That and the outlaw aspect of it. Yeah. You know, you know, I didn't get this out of the store. I got this. See, I like the out. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of. Somebody made it, you know. Yeah. It's come from the woods. And my take on that is, uh, you know, I get a, and I've traveled the country uh, through with Tim and then now Jimbo and Johnny. And we're from North Carolina to Florida to Mississippi to. Uh, South Carolina, to Georgia, Louisiana, we're all over the place all the time. Uh, but I get the question: I don't want what you're putting in the store. I want that. I want that, that good, good stuff. Shit. That's right. I want that good shit. And I get that all the time. But I it's got to be the same it's thing. The same it's, same just, shit. it's just the proof just, because you don't want to pay the the extra taxes on it, right? It's the same thing, you know. And it, it, I've always been told from the people that that taught me. To this day, if you take a drink of moonshine and it burns, they don't know what to piss their Yeah, I just want something to burn in a race car. Yeah, that the shit that I've right tasted in, in my life before, it feels like it could power a race car. Burn about your belly. 
you know what? And work its way yeah. up. See, I don't think I've ever had real moonshine then. I really don't. I, I don't think I've ever actually had what you guys are talking about then. Oh, you, you ain't never had the ninjas just kick you when you when you drink it? <laughs> I call it ninjas. It's a whole pile of ninjas whooping your ass as you drink it. I usually call them little people. They just sneak ninjas, their asses up ninjas. out of nowhere and knock me on my ass is what happens. This ain't about midgets. <laughs> it's little people. You can't say that shit. Fuck them. I don't say what I want to on this show. I got fire from radio for saying what I wanted to. I can say what I want to on this. I like midget strippers. If that offends somebody, whatever. Oh, yeah. The joke must have went over your head, all I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, um, no, that's cool. And I look, I look forward to not trying what y'all have later. Hey, well, I'm fixing to take these boys to school on how to make some moonshine. Oh, now here oh, comes the bullshit. <laughs> here comes the bullshit. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get. Yeah, like, pull that, pull that mic close if you can get him. Shit. Yeah, I want you to make sure you get all of this. What I'm uh, we're gonna to get say. us uh, three identical steels, just like on Master Stiller, and I want to take Mike and Johnny to school on how to make so, some good liquor. We're competing. So y'all's recipes are so different that you like. Well, they are, but they. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. That, that's where I think me and most people of the world get confused about what actually is moonshine and what isn't. Like it's, uh, I, it's hard to categorize it in my head, I guess. What thing Johnny about, does his a different step. Yeah. Mike does his a different way, and I do mine a different way. Yeah. Basic corn, but it's all the way in somebody does it. It's a process. Yes. Mash is important. Water is important. But when you get to the water is the most important thing. And see, I I got a well 400 foot deep in my house. Of course, I don't run in my house anymore. Yeah, that's why Florida's is better. But uh, yeah, you drank the fucking water in Florida. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's nothing but swamp piss and whatever comes out the ocean right here. It is horrible. Very true. That's why. As soon as you get to Valdosta, Georgia, the water changes. I I swear to you. Look at that crazy look in his eyes. You ain't drinking it your whole life. No, you just need to take a little. The trip water boy will kick your ass for saying that. <laughs> that is not high quality H2O at no, all down it's there. It's higher quality H2O than you getting out of the mountains. I, yo, no, I bet hey. that shit out of the mountains is coming off of ice, which that's got to be pure. Exactly. I'll take it to a 300 foot artesian well, and you tell me you had any better, any cooler. Deal. Water. It does. One comes off limestone. We'll <laughs> We keep talking about we had to be about it. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I think if we can talk the owner into it, I think I'll get out here and we'll break out a damn steel and just go to running right out here in the front yard. How about that? Challenge accepted. Oh my! Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I don't think you're gonna have to commit. I'm not much. going to jail tonight. I don't think y'all worry about that here. I think the law's gonna just ask you to give them a jug here. It sounds like my kind of police. Y'all got the good old boys around I like here. How everybody's I'm, looking over the shoulders. We're talking about this. Yeah. Word is for entertainment purposes only. That's it. <laughs> I got money in my sock. I'm good. By, by the way, Ty, you had somebody sit at the table. You didn't introduce them. That's kind of rude. Oh, well, this is Mr. Alan Smith. He's a local business. How you doing, Mr. Allen? Thank you for hanging out with us. He's been a big, big help for the community around here and everything he's always done. Uh, brought people in that's needed jobs or whatever right here in our damn local town. Oh, yes, sir. Nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you, Boy, well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming to hang out with us for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Sneed's a great pleasure. I've been here before. I've been here about three times now, and I really like it. Yeah. I really do like it's it around here. Secret. You know, I've, I've traveled more in the last two years than I have in a lifetime. I still can't wait to get back home, you know. I'm like that, but where I'm from, there's just something about 
especially when you got like a small community like this. Yeah. It's just, it's not about just the people you know, it's just, it's home. It's not just your house is your home, it's like the whole place is your home. Well, like, so you sure, try that in a small town. I'm sure <laughs> they, uh, they were checking his sanity yeah, when they talking about putting a restaurant yeah. in here, you know, but uh, uh, everybody around here has got a, kind of a can-do attitude, and I think this, you look around here and it kind of proves it, you know. Yeah. People appreciate somebody trying to do something. You know, so. Well, everything that they've got set up and anything they brought me in to host or be part of or record shows with, it's it's Nashville. It's like a little. I mean, it really is. It's a little piece of Nashville without the hustle, yeah. without without the the trash side of it. Yeah, I was going to say we're 50 miles from Birmingham, 50 miles from yeah. Nashville. You, you, you want to go to town? You go to town, but you always come back home. But now. They've given them alternative to stay home, you know. Yeah, so, this is uh, yeah. Kind of fun to watch. Hell yeah, I'm excited. I, hey man, on behalf of Alabama Homegrown, and not speaking for Jimbo or Johnny, just uh, you know what? Hey, when we y'all asked us to come, and we looked at it, and I was on the internet looking around, I was like, man, that's a cool looking place. <laughs> and then I seen the menu, and I was like, well, hell yes, I'm going because I want some <laughs> of that food. I mean, so you know, I mean, it's just it's, it's amazing, man. I mean, we just appreciate y'all having us here. Yes. And uh, you know, it, it's Absolutely. very important, uh, and we want to give back to Alabama. You know what? It's all about Alabama, and we want to make sure people know Alabama homegrown moonshine is all about Alabama, and we will be up and running in uh, in a very short order, uh, really close to here, probably about I don't know, what, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, Coleman, Alabama, minutes. you can get ready because yeah. here comes Jimbo and Johnny and Mike, and we fixing to turn it up a notch. You, you right. did better than me when they invited me for the first time. I just looked where the hell it was at. <laughs> and I am from a small town. And I am from one. And I looked over there, and I was like, I, I'm sure y'all do, just like I've tried to tell them about it. When you work and do kind of the stuff we do, you get messages all day, every day, about people inviting you to stuff. And, like, you got to be weary. You, you have to, you because you, there are so many full of shit people, and then when you get there, it's even worse when they're not good people. Exactly. And they don't have good stuff, and they don't have a good environment. It'll make you piss the hell off that you drove, wasted a Saturday, mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm glad that I drove the, the four hours over here at first, got to meet y'all. And it's, it's an environment that even when the artists come, for, for the bigger shows here, and then the stuff here, and having folks like the Moonshiner stuff come in, it, they're gonna have to hear about it one time, like colleagues of ours. We'll have to hear about it one time, and they'll be like, "Hell yeah, I want to go over there." Like it, it's a very good environment, and well, I you, you you appreciate the, the work ethic too. Oh, absolutely. Everybody, everybody always asks, "Are you having trouble finding work?" That's no. I mean, because we've given people alternatives. They used to have to drive to Hawthorne, used to have to drive to Birmingham, and now they they can stay at home and work. You know, but they but they've got a great work ethic too. That's a, a, a I mean, you're, you got your you got your duds, but I mean, for the majority, you, you, you got good 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 people. Right? We got a dud as president, so you definitely gonna get a dud as server at some point. <laughs> you're right. They, they can make it that far. Shit, they can make it anywhere. Oh, but no, I, do, I know I appreciate it, and I know that anybody that I've had that's got to meet y'all so far, I appreciate it. I love what y'all doing here in Sneed, yeah, and and Susan back. Moore. Yeah. Man, I've messed that up so many times. Back road parking venue. Didn't even have to. Didn't even have to think about it twice on that one. Yeah, I, we was in Nashville, and literally, y'all know who Jason Michael Carroll is. The guy that sings Lisa yeah. Lies. All right, so he. I'm in getting him up on stage to play the show the other night with another big hit songwriter, Bobby Pinson, and I'm talking about them and everything. And man, I couldn't have screwed up the name of every one of the businesses more. 
I was all liquored up by the time this happens though. Like when you host these six hour long shows in Nashville, you gonna get drunk. I'm glad I probably didn't have none of y'all shit because I probably would on the floor. But I messed it up to the point where now I feel bad and I have to look at their shirts every time or that logo up there just to make sure I don't screw it up. Yeah. But I do, I do appreciate what y'all are doing. There's not enough folks, even in Macon. Macon used to be a hub for music in the South. And now I do shows there and we're just now getting good country artists back there. Uh, we are. They're just now wanting to come back and do stuff there. What y'all are building here and it's only two hours away from Nashville, a little over more. Shit. Oh, when me and my wife pulled up, I said, I can't believe this place out here yeah. in the middle of nowhere like it is. It's so sneaky I said, this good. It's nice looking. And, and the food. Yeah, I, I love it. Oh, have have y'all ate yet? Oh, fat kid. No, I ain't eat yet, but oh, trust me, old fat oh. kid. Oh, uh, they cooked me a steak last night. And like, I think the first time here, they gave me a buffet on this table of shit to try. I ate on it for like two days. I took it back to Georgia and ate on it. And then last night they did me steak and this thing called, was it farmer's toast? Farmer's toast, what is that? It's avocado with an egg on top on a piece of sourdough? Shit. I mean, and that's what's great about it. You got a good atmosphere, good music, good owners, good people working. It's just cool as shit. And they're bringing in cool people. I mean, I'm not counting myself when I say that, ain't I? To everybody else that y'all have seen y'all around so far, this is just a cool place to be. Well, like I said earlier, you know, I grew up here. We hardly had anything to do here. And now Kevin's kind of brought this into our little hometown of something to do and for the younger generation to enjoy where hopefully everybody's not getting in trouble doing stuff, we've got something to do bringing in the community. Y'all, that would, that's awesome. All y'all need is Uber here to keep the DUIs down, and you'd be all right leaving this bar. Absolutely. How long y'all had this place up and going? February sixth. Yes, February sixth. We opened up. Man, y'all have y'all have come leaps and bounds, man. I'm yeah. telling you this, and I can't wait to get in them groceries. When I get in them groceries, Absolutely. I'm telling you, I'm gonna show out. You know, we have a great restaurant, but what's great is the people. Look around, see who comes in. Yeah, that's what makes oriented. this place great. There's, there's nothing on us. We just facilitate the place. So that families can come, adults can come, right. but it's all the patrons. That's uh, what well, you know. What they're gonna support out. y'all, y'all good people, That's and you right. know what? Good people support good people, and you got them turd heads, which he talked about uh, his president. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll leave that alone. I'm a felon. I can't vote. <laughs> I'll vote for I got a DUI, and I done beat the shit like three people when I was 18. <laughs> I can't do nothing right. <laughs> Ugh. But no, man, thank y'all again for having us. I mean, Alabama homegrown, uh, and Johnny's tied up in some meeting stuff, and, uh, you know, we, me and Jimbo, and, you know, as we move forward, we got Ken, he's our bootlegger, and we got Bullfrog, he's our musician. We're going to turn him loose out here on stage here in just a little bit and let him go. Well, yeah. bef- well before we get off here, do yep. y'all have anything that, that me and Ty and Kevin can sample at the table? I think you might, might have a little bit. You, you know what police going to carry what a police always going to carry oh yeah if you got something we'll try it on air hey once we get off the air you just come see me and i will see what we okay. can do about that's that fine. About that's that? how the shit gets started right yeah there. that's exactly how the shit gets started right there <laughs> yeah. all right we're we gonna take a boat we'll do it we'll do- oh no don't do that to me i'm not lying because they both like they might kick my ass i ain't i ain't about that life it'll be equally as good i know better i'm trying to build relationships with people in alabama I damn sure ain't going that fucking route. 
that just seems like where we're from, like somebody slapping your mama. I am not doing that shit. But uh, but I want to thank all y'all for hanging out with us for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I've had a great Maybe time. It was fun. Uh, love to have uh, y'all come back anytime that we do stuff over here in Alabama. I know they've got some good stuff. We've got some good shows coming up in November and October out there at uh, Back Road Park. And uh, got some more good stuff coming out tonight. This episode will come out on Monday. Otherwise, I would say, Bullfrog, they come out here and listen to you now. I'm excited <laughs> to hear. You, you With that beard, you better be able to sing or it's going to hurt my feelings. I got this song together last night with a guitar player probably about 1130. And uh, they listened to it for the first time today. So, yeah, this will be the first time it's been performed besides – the rough draft on the show. Those, when they you, told me those I was, are usually my favorites. <laughs> I'd gonna have to do it, and I mean, I was soaking wet, and we walked into a freezing room, and I got her out. So, yeah, well, we I, gonna, actually, we recorded a, a episode of Alabama Homegrown when right, he done it. We did, right? And we I did. come in and sang the song to him because we got rained out at a concert. Yeah, a podcast or no, 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 what a TV it? show. Okay, cool. It was actually yeah. Talk, well, I, I didn't know you said recorded in an hour. Actually, no way you can record yeah. a TV show. Actually, in talk yeah, about uh, it TV. And that's another thing about our TV show. It's unscripted, uncut. What you see is what you get. That's right. That's how this show comes out. There ain't and, no other way. You know, there ain't no editing it and adding this out, adding this. What we do right there, if we mess up. That's what you see us mess up. Yes, sir. You know, and I like it. That's how I am. It, I like the real in people. That's the way like, life it, is. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to see the fake side of you. I don't want to see you and all makeup up. Sets us apart yeah. from moonshiners. Yeah. Is moonshiner scripted? Or was it? Uh, uh, I actually filmed one episode on there, and it was not scripted when I filmed moonshiners. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's probably don't... guidelines if you don't want to say scripted. Yeah. Kind of stuff they might want you to throw in there. Yeah. yeah. And we we we've been contacted here in the last little bit as far as uh, I I seen something and I sent it to Jimbo a day or two Moonshiners has been cancelled yeah. yes and we don't know we don't and can't confirm or deny well, that and you can go ahead and tell them about us being the co-producers yep. of the Moonshine show uh, we've got all to say so about the Moonshine part of it and we've done had some of the moonshiners from moonshiners reaching out to us, wanting to know how they can film with us. That's cool. Yeah, y'all let them know how to find us. Let yeah. them know, go on their yeah. device and download the TV app. And there you have it. Yeah, make right. sure you got talk your social media on handles on there. Yeah, they can check oh, us yeah. out on Talk About It TV. Yeah, uh, on Roku. Just go to Talk About It TV, put it in there, and there we are. AlabamaHomegrown.com, MikeBirdettMoonshiner.com, Jimbo Bray. JohnnyGriffiths.com, and you can find us. We're easy to find, and uh, you know we we just gonna move forward uh, with with a program to make sure that people understand that you know what we're not no BS. We're we're doing it the right way. We're making sure people understand, and we're respecting the heritage, and then we go legal. And the whole show, I mean, the owners of the show, they told us from the beginning, we want y'all to go from the woods. And we want y'all to go legal. And we want to film the whole process. The last question I'll ask, is there people that just refuse to do that? They want it, they want to stay the backwoods way? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But we're tired of looking over our shoulders. Yeah. I, I would be. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I, I don't. I, I damn sure. You know, I, I've been why, in trouble before. I don't want to ever be in trouble again. Let few when you can sell to the whole country. Yeah, exactly. 
Makes yeah. so much more sense. Especially if you got a good product. Yes. Yeah, especially if your stuff's good. Yeah. Well, dudes, I thank each and every one of y'all for hanging out with me for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Music's man, it's about to start. It. It's going to be a good time. Hey, privilege so, uh, is is any, so If much. anybody's got anything else they want to drop real fast, now a bit of time. Yeah, from Ken Apple and Reese. I appreciate, I appreciate some of us being here, all the moonshiners being here, oh, yeah. right here in Sneed, Alabama, along with Alan Smith, a, a yes, big, big community guy right here that employs a lot of people from right here in town. And like I say, it's the people like that that keeps these small towns going in a business like this. And then with people like the moonshiners right here, you know, at some point in time, all these small people, you know, we grow on, on stuff like this, and I love it. Like I say, correct. we wouldn't be the people we are without our neighbors. That's correct. So, like I say, I want to thank everybody thank for, you. Thank for you the part that we Thank did. you so much, man. It's an honor good. to be here. Thank you so much. You got anything you want to say, Kevin? And, uh, all right, folks. Well, that's how you end the show. That was right. very good, Ty. Very proud of you. Thank you all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. We will catch you all next time.